0: All right. Hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? All is well here. Uh, got the kiddos in bed. I am home. Last week, I talked to you from Colorado Springs. Um, last year, I jumped across the border to Manitou Springs, a different city zone, and, and bought some edibles. This time, I avoided all things uh, marijuana, so I have nothing exciting to report from Colorado. I apologize.
1: That's too bad, man. Uh, I, I honestly like smoking more than the edibles. Edibles are good, but they they take longer to kick in, and they and they last longer. That kind of thing. I I, I like to just kind of smoke it right before I go to sleep, or, or I'm watching cartoons or whatever. You know, I, I don't really want to wait like a half hour hour for it to kick in.
0: Well, I and I see, I don't like smoking because I like my lungs. I I have like a paranoia about that. I'd use a a volcano or a vaporizer. I would do that because that would be cool. But uh, last year, I don't know if you remember the story I told you. I'm pretty sure I told the listeners. So, like you said, edibles take a little while to kick in. Did you remember the story of the TV reporter that bought, like, uh, a, a cookie and ate half of it and didn't feel anything? So they ate the other half, and then they wigged out, and then they reported on it. It was kind of like a, marijuana is bad. Uh, no. Okay, well, that's what happened. So knowing that, going in, and everybody's saying you got to be careful, I bought three... Um, and I, like I said, I think I'm repeating myself from last year, but I bought a three-pack of granola bars. And I ate the first one, and I didn't feel anything. I waited an hour. So I ate the second one, waited an hour, didn't feel anything. Then I ate the third one, waited an hour, and didn't feel anything. So then I just got angry and went to bed. And really? Yeah, then my buddy that's a stoner looked at what I bought and ate and said, Dude, holy shit, you just ingested so much fucking... Uh, THC TC, whatever the fuck is is that what it is? He said you just ingested so much. How are you THC, not, yeah. THC How are you not blitzed out of your mind? And I was just sitting there going, I feel absolutely nothing. I feel so let down. I spent thirty dollars and uh, and it was a, it was a bust. it was a waste.
1: Well that's what I wonder with 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 edibles now that edibles are, are really big and people sell them as edibles it, the, the skeptical part of my brain is just like that makes it easier. For people to rip other people off like sometimes no I'll, I'll no, see no, fans. no
0: no 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 this is this is i for mean, i could taste it i could uh, you could tell it there was something in there okay but this yeah, is yeah. heavily regulated this is not just buying off a buddy i went to a store and and because it's it's legal but it's it's regulated to fuck it's what everybody has always said like if you want to do it do it right make it legal regulate it tax it and yeah they they break it that's down so like weird, a weird science yeah. it's the, the amount of THC I was supposed to get was broken down like a nutrition label on the side of a box of Oreos. Weird. Yeah, I mean, it showed all the ingredients and the amount of drugs you were putting in your system. So that's how you buy. You buy according to... And so I bought something that was like, I guess, medium in range. I don't know what it was. My buddy bought chocolate balls and uh, ate half of one and felt stoned. And like, if he bought... 25 i bought 50 milligrams i don't know if milligrams is right or what the, the but i'm just using a number like if he bought 25 percent, i bought 50 percent, and i ate all three so i ate 150 percent total and still felt nothing or 150 milligrams total and felt nothing I it was it's very disappointing
1: see I, I don't need much that's that's why i just smoke because i i have a, a one hitter i mean it's not even a, a full bowl it's just those little tiny uh, have you seen the ones that look like cigarettes yeah, yeah, they, they yeah. basically yeah yeah, it's it's just one of those, and I I, I mean I smoke one of those, and I'm, I'm 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 high already, and if I smoke two, I'm like really really high, and that's that's all I need, you know I, I don't I don't smoke every night or nothing, it's it's usually like, I don't know maybe two three times a week something like that, just kind of before I go to bed or, when it with my girlfriend or stuff. It's it's not a very social drug for me. Is it's a thing. It's either. When I'm when I'm alone and I I just kind of want to eat something and watch some cartoons or just something you know just like a light comedy you know what I mean something yeah. just quick and punchy and um or or when I'm with my girlfriend you know like that's that's all good but you know you know what what it is good for is if I'm like drinking or doing blow or something and and like you need I to I level really off. Yeah, yeah, because I I tend to if I'm really fucked up sometimes I'll want to just keep going you know and I'll black out you know especially with alcohol I, and uh, you know there's some nights where I just want to keep going and going and going and going until so I black out but if if I I'm telling you I, I smoke one one hitter while I'm while I'm drinking and even if I'm in that like I cannot stop drinking right now mode that just instantly like I don't even want to finish my beer after after I'm done with that fucking one heater and I let it sit in, man. So it's a really good, like, e-break for me, you know?
0: Well, and that's, when I did it last year, that's honestly all I was looking for. Like, I'm I'm a big fan of uh, Vicodin and oxycodone. The last time I had Vicodin was, God, two years ago. It's the last time I took any pills because, I mean, I I don't do anything. You say you do a couple things a week or whatever. I don't, I, I, if I end up with uh, Vicodin or oxycodone, I'll take it like once a year but i just lay and feel warm and like just just not numb but warm and relaxed like i just had a really deep tissue massage and that's yeah, that's yeah. all i wanted out of the stone like you said you take a one hit and you go to bed sometimes that's all i was looking for last year was i just wanted to to have that warm vicodin feeling and, and sort of go to sleep and i thought edibles would do that for me and they didn't so
1: yeah it's it's, it's a lot more mental like it's it's a lot more you're in your head more with weed than you are with, like, Viking and yeah.
0: stuff, but, yeah. Oh, I did, uh, I did. Is- Go ahead. You're breaking up a little bit. You're breaking up a lot. And you're gone. Hey,
1: let, let me let me switch real quick, dude. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to switch off the Wi-Fi.
0: All right. Good morning. There we go. That should be better, man. Yeah, I mean, the first one was good up until it just completely fell apart, and who knows why wireless does that, but...
1: Yeah, I was, I was hoping that, that wouldn't happen anymore, because we, we just got a new router today, so I was like, sweet, all of our wireless problems will be fixed, but uh, apparently not.
0: Damn you, wireless. Well, anyway, what, what yeah. I was about to say when, when you broke off is I do have one uh, story from uh, Colorado, kind of and i'm i'm a little it's like a half story and i'm pissed that it's a half story and i'll explain i don't know how it happened but after uh, one of the shows i was hanging out uh at the bar and uh, cuz the bar is separate from the showroom so you can go to the back to the showroom or front to the bar area and uh, so everyone hangs out after the show and i don't honestly remember how this came up but there was a woman there who had according to her inverted nipples have you ever heard of that Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've, I, I've, I've, I've heard of that. I never had. And so, and so I looked it up online. And that's, when I say this is a half story and that I'm angry, it's because she wouldn't show them to us. And I didn't want to see them like I want to see your tits and masturbate and jerk off. Like, I literally, you know, like, I'll call it scientific study, research. Like, you can't bring up you have something weird, different, not normal, fucked up on you. Like, oh, yeah, I have these initial nipples that push into my body and then not show them. You know, like, it's not sexual at that point. It's just like, hey, let me see this thing, you freak. And so I looked it up, and yeah, it's it's a nipple that... That's true, though. In her defense, I find getting
1: strangers to show you their nipples can can be difficult, especially if they're telling you something that's a little off about them, you know?
0: Well, if they bring it up, it's not like I'm going around. I'd never heard of it. So I wasn't like, hey, do you have inverted nipples? Show me. Like I said, skim, was like, oh, I have inverted nipples. And I'm like, what is inverted nipples? And she's like, well, you know, some people have little erasers that stick out. Well, mine go in. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. But then she It's like move. she's got
1: three belly buttons. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Or like a third nipple, uh, something like that. Exactly. That third nipple I'd heard of. So I wouldn't actually freak out and go, ooh, I want to see that because I think it would be a little gross not and the thing is i looked at a picture of inverted nipples it's on wikipedia of all things again scientific study or research and it's not that bad looking you don't look at it and go ooh that's gross you just look at it yeah, and, oh
1: okay and besides i've heard when babies drink from the third nipple they get, they trip balls man like <laughs> they hallucinate off the uh, third nipple milk i've heard that's, that shit's pretty good
0: or it's the chocolate milk hey yeah yeah what uh, anything weird like that ever like did you ever I have anything that like freaked you out? Like that freaked me out when I heard it. I did. Okay, yeah,
1: I I did have a girlfriend a long time ago who had something called uh, vaginismus. Well, it's it's actually it's it's the thing that Michael Douglas is gonna die of with that whole throat kiss. No, it's <laughs> it's a uh, it, it's a condition with with a, uh, a a woman's vagina where basically what happens is. It's clinically tight, but not like oh, it's just tight. It's like the walls sort of push in anytime there's any kind of stimulation, and it and it makes. Uh, and does it, it hurt? Is oh it, yeah. yeah, yeah. I yeah, know
0: yeah. of this. I didn't know that's what it was called. I actually met. Uh, I I know someone that had that too, and that out. No I forgot shit. about that. Yeah, and and, and uh, it was it was um, I didn't. This, was, this wasn't anyone I dated. Like, uh, but she had to like. In order to have sex, she had to take, like, a series of... uh, Not dildos, but dildos that went from small to, like, normal and insert them and leave them in for, like, 10, 15, 15, 20 minutes. they call those dilators. They call
1: them dilators. It's basically... A dildo a doctor makes without a like a head or balls <laughs> on it, and then they charge you like you know twenty times as much because it's medical. And we we did the research on the measurements here. I said no, you didn't. You went to a sex store and you told them, "Give me the smoothest one you have. I'm gonna mark it up and sell it to some dummies in my clinic." And that's what you did.
0: <laughs> But she, had, So the, the girl you dated, did she have to do this? She had to, like, put it in, and then, like... Oh, yeah. If you wanted to have sex, would it be like, okay, it's 9 a.m., we're going to have sex tonight, so start, and she'd walk around, like... But and then each one gets progressively bigger to the point where it's like, okay, now I can handle a penis. Am I getting this right? Because that's what the, the girl that I knew told me.
1: That's the idea, but let's... All right, I'm not, like, trying to brag about myself, but let's just say... <laughs> the lady, the, the scientist that made the dilators, uh, she, she had... She dated some rather unfortunate men. I'm just going to say that. You know what I
0: mean? Uh, she dated she a lot of Asians. Let's go stereotypes. Asians, according to the geographical world penis map, average size is four inches. That's true. But see, here's
1: here's the thing, though. Here's here's the thing about those dick stereotypes, man. I think that like having the stereotype that you have a big dick, I think that's actually bad. Like like black guys. Oh yeah, have you a got a lot to live up to. to. Yeah, now you got that to live up to, man. Like. It's good collectively, but individually it sucks, man. Like, because that means if you sleep with somebody who's not the same race as you, they're like, oh, I was expecting this, and you gave me that. It's like, look, you, you you know, quit Googling BBC on the internet. That's not an accurate <laughs> representation. That's like the NFL, man. That's like the NFL of dicks. It's, it's like those, I'm, I, I. It's not my fault those guys grew up under power lines, you know, because that's what I think.
0: That's how that's how big your dick really is. is it's so inches. If you're an Asian with a big dick. You're like that's got what this, I'm saying. Yeah, you've got this like stereotype of oh you're so small, and then boom. Yeah, Bruce it's, Lee it's, motherfucker. It's inches
1: minus ethnic expectation. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so if you're if, if it's
0: a scientific, uh, 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 it's it's a math equation. Is yeah, what
1: it, is. it is absolutely. That's, that's you hit the nail on the head there. That's why if I ever get reincarnated and I get my pick, if, uh, if the big guy upstairs is like, Jake, I really like what you did in that last life, you get to choose whatever you want to come back. You want to come back as a cow? All the people that are into this religion seem to think cow is pretty good. You want to come back as cow? And they're like, no, I don't want to come back as a cow. What I want to come back as is an Asian guy with a 13-inch dick. That's that's what I want, you know, because that's the happiest guy in the world.
0: 13, that seems like it would be a little, uh, 9, 10, maybe something. No, 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 I want
1: freakishly large, and I'm only <laughs> going to sleep with heavy-set uh, black women in the hood, and I, I, I'm never going to call them back and never going to, like, you know, give pictures, anything like that. That way, none of their friends believe their stories. That That's my plan for the next life, you know?
0: <laughs> that's a good plan. Well, not to go too personal, but this this girl you dated, I'm I'm assuming that the relationship, that sex, I don't want to say it was an issue, but, like, you kind of had to, like, okay, can we have sex next Tuesday just so she had to prepare for it? Or, like, I'm, it probably wasn't the most fun thing, was it? I don't know no, it's,
1: just... it's, like, I, I I know the complaining about how tight a, a woman's vagina is. It really makes you sound like a real glasses half-empty son of a <laughs> bitch, man. But it's pretty bad, man. Like, I, I couldn't get it more than, like, halfway in, man. Ooh. That maybe so it's not times? just and,
0: tight, it's shallow. I guess I didn't know that one. No, I, no, I mean, it. like,
1: she would start going, like, ah, and, oh, okay. and she would, like, yeah, she would, like, yeah. tell me to stop and stuff. And uh, that was so yeah. fun.
0: I've, I've, I've There's a lot of bleeding involved
1: for... sometimes. Just, oh, I'm not, you know I was I mean? going
0: to say that. I was going to say that there was one, I mean, I dated a girl that there was, was just one time where I was like, oh, let's have sex. And she's like, I don't want to. And she's like, fine, go ahead. And she just sort of, and it was like, she just laid there just because I want, and I'm like, and it was just the most unromantic, boring, like, I, I couldn't even, I didn't stop. I'm like, well this is if you're doing this just for me then there's no no fun. it wasn't like she's bored it was like she was well,
1: like, I'm just she was saying if i'm dude. saying like, no no
0: i'm saying that it's kind of I'm just going psychologically like if she's in pain it's no fun for you and I, I was relating through that if the girl i did it was bored it was no fun for me so I, I was saying yours is on an even greater level than boredom pain trumps boredom and that just can't be erotic or fun to be a part of
1: right right and i i a little bit's cool. A little bit's like that. Oh, you're hitting the back. Or, oh, yeah. It's
0: it's a little bit painful.
1: You're so... No, this was like... A, ah! 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 Stop. Oh. It was like... Yeah, it wasn't like eight parts pleasure, two parts pain. It was like... I felt like I was trying to get information out of her. You know what I mean? Like... It just wasn't cool. Ah! Uh, that's funny. There's... Yeah, and... It really did put this whole perspective on, I I don't know, like, maybe, I, I know it's sort of a cliche that, like, dudes put more thought into their dick sizes than women do, you know? And, and I, I was thinking about this the other day when I was watching Ron Jeremy. Like, a, a lot of guys think, like, oh, yeah, Ron Jeremy's he's shit, right? Like, because he's, he's got, like, a big dick or whatever. He's a porn star. And I'm like, yeah, but that's really... He's only redeeming quality, but he's his porn star, you know? Like, you wouldn't – I feel like a, a lot of women wouldn't necessarily be into him because it's like, yeah, okay, he's got a big dick, but he's like a fat, ugly slob, you know? Like, there's no dudes like – I I, I want to sleep with like a fat, old, ugly slob woman with a really, really tight pussy, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's just <laughs> like – you're not going to trade everything else just for that. But I, I, I don't know, man. Like, dudes kind of put that kind of mental uh, – Value to it, you know.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, uh, women trade for money, not dick. That's what everyone knows. Is that's how you end up with Anna Nicole Smith with an eighty-year-old.
1: Yeah, that's true, man. It, uh, it's it's weird, but yeah, it was. You know, the weirdest thing about when I was dating that girl is, and it, it actually. I don't know how much she did with this guy, but it turned out that she cheated on me with this other dude.
0: Really? And yeah, and I'm just how sitting does there someone going, "Like that? Sh- I mean, that that really?
1: Like?" And I I thought about it. It was it was kind of like. Like it's bad enough being cheated on, but when you're being cheated on by somebody who's who's you know privates don't even really work or whatever, so, it's I like, now it nah, you're lot just of cheating
0: just to be cheating. Like, wow, you really <laughs> you had to put you, some time and effort. Into
1: yeah, it. yeah, you were you, you didn't want to just cheat on me because it felt good. You wanted to cheat on me so bad that you didn't care. that It
0: felt bad. That's a new kind of hurt. That's a new and I or, just or or you could take solace in the fact that he had a really really small penis and that yeah was I know okay for her.
1: Uh, but that that almost made it even that more embarrassing because then it was like I was being cuckolded by a guy with a really small cock. I feel like you don't see that in the videos that often. You know what I mean? No. no. You don't see it like, yeah, look at you in the corner with that big ridiculous thing. You can't you can't fit that in there, can you? Yeah, yeah. You like that, don't you? It doesn't it doesn't hurt very much. Yeah, tell him, <laughs> tell him how much it doesn't hurt very much. And it's just I don't know. It was just going on in my head when I found out about it. Uh. I did like knowing that logically speaking that dude probably did have a smaller dick than me so fuck him
0: i i uh fuck dude i got nothing interesting like that i got a i a, like i said i didn't date the girl i just knew her and uh you know and i and i didn't see the inverted nipple you you i i i thought the inverted nipple was going to be a fun story and you beat the shit out of it with the uh the tiny pussy well how
1: how how inverted is it man can she like can she smuggle heroin you know on airplanes through that fucking thing
0: if it looks like the one in the wikipedia it just it looks almost like a flat nipple which i had heard of like uh i don't want to go into too much detail or embarrass anyone but i I know someone that has flat nipples and uh i guess it's a big issue in breastfeeding like the kid goes to breastfeed and it's like yeah there's nothing to latch on to (laughs) you're on a diet now little man
1: (laughs) i hope you brought some ice cubes
0: but like I like I said with the uh, the the woman that was talking about the inverted, I mean we're flat. Like, I see it, boobs are boobs. Guys don't really care. I don't think we're looking at them and going that nipple looks a little too flat for my tastes, or, because the inverted one looked flat, just with a, like a little dimple. Like imagine a tiny dimple. Well, yeah, yeah. Dimple. And honestly, I
1: I have been with a woman that had had something like that going on, but they, they weren't like inverted all the time. They were just yeah. inverted when they were soft, and then. Uh, she, when, when they like perked up or whatever, like when she was aroused, you were sucking on, they, they would pop up, kind of like a turtle
0: hit. Yeah. Um, I uh, do you have anything else on that? Because I don't want—I don't mean to change subjects. If you're still going, but I did have something I wanted to bounce off you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. bounce away, man. Well, we we the, the idiots on parade. Our tagline is part comedy, part politics, completely stupid, something like that, and we end up talking religion, politics, movie, and we, we talk comedy, like, so very little, um, that I went to the open mic in town uh, the other day, and got into a conversation with a comic that's just sort of beginning, and it was a really nice conversation that I hadn't really verbalized or thought about uh, regarding comedy, and so I wanted to bounce it off you and just have a quick conversation on comedy so we watched a couple of guys that went on stage and what and i'm not going to name any names because when you're just starting out and you're an open micer. you know it's difficult what's all that clicking
1: Oh, there's there was just something the chair was kind of shaking because oh. um
0: uh anyway i'm not gonna pick on anybody for being you know quote not good because they're just starting out but there were there were guys on stage that were just trying so hard and you can tell when someone on stage is trying because they're like taking a premise, like I'm going to make this completely, but they look at a table and they go, how can I make this table funny? So they do something completely absurd and sexual and make it really dirty or just something non-realistic. And what I was talking about with the other comic is to me, the most funny comedy is where you just sort of get out of the way, where you stand on stage and you talk about things that are honest and true to you, that you believe, and you don't worry so much about tweaking it to be funny you just sort of find the funny in the truth. Does any of what I'm saying make sense, or am I just nabbling? Yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. So what do you think? I mean, do you, when you, because I know you, and I don't know how many people listening know either you and I, as far as our comedic styles, but you and I both sort of just talk. Like, we we have punchlines, and our stories are funny, but it's not a matter of sitting down and writing a bit that goes, uh... I went to the zoo today. If you didn't go to the zoo today. If we go to the zoo and something funny happens, then we can make it funny, but we don't sit down and think, "How can I be relatable to the audience?" I know. Well, I mean, I, like I, zoos. I think a
1: lot of that kind of comes with time too. I mean, I Yeah, yeah I, I can remember I mean, writing stuff anything. out at first just so I could kind of develop punchlines and stuff, you know. Uh, but it's not
0: a not a matter of sitting and physically writing. I'm just saying like Writing about non-organic things, like trying to write about things that don't matter to you. Because... Right, but what I'm
1: saying is, once you once you kind of get past that, like I need to write down every word and oh, construct okay. every word, then I, I I feel like it it becomes less scripted, and so it it does just become uh, more organic in 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 the actual content, not just the uh, not just the format, you know.
0: Yeah, I do, because uh, you're absolutely right, and I could tell that from a couple of guys on stage that were so scripted, you could hear in their voice, it was like they were reading and making sure they hit every word, and here comes the punchline. And there was one guy that I guess has been doing the same joke now for eight months that everybody was kind of picking on, and almost kind of deservedly so, but you could just tell it was verbatim without any flow or natural ease to the voice. Wow. And I don't know how do you... I mean, is that, I've never been any... I'm not the kind of person that goes and approaches anyone and gives them advice. But I mean, like, no, hopefully because they figure it out. It's... Yeah. It's not really... It's not my place to give anybody, anybody advice because I don't know what the fuck I No, nah, you gotta know him I go pretty well,
1: home. man. It, it, it's, it's, it's really hard to give constructive criticism in... In that
0: in an art form.
1: In that art form without coming off as pompous or something. Yeah. You know? Uh, unless uh, yeah, you gotta you gotta wait until they ask for it, I, I I guess. I mean but you know, if he's if he's been if he seriously has been doing it less than a year and you you've been doing it for like what, 16, 17, like a long fucking yeah. time.
0: Fifteen. Uh, but either way, yeah, yeah. Like, he'd been doing it a while, but he'd been doing one joke is what I meant. But either yeah. way, it's not my place to approach okay. him. The, the time yeah. I'll give advice is, uh, you know Mike Lucas, we've talked about him. Yeah, uh, yeah. I took him on the road with me, and <laughs> I would text him while, I, while he was on stage. And I wouldn't be like telling him, adv- giving him advice like, "Hey, that's funny." Uh, I thought of this tag. I would text him shit like, w- "If you stare at your feet one more time, I'm gonna fucking throw something at you." So <laughs> when he got off stage, he had a series of texts of me just being angry, fake angry at him, <laughs> telling him, nice, like, "Nice, Don't fucking chew gum, you shithead! What are you doing chewing gum on? You doing, doing like a
1: play by play, exactly? Live tweeting his set. Live tweeting his him. set,
0: but like mock angrily <laughs> so. How so? Let's. Uh, we got a couple minutes left. Um, one thing the comic and I talked about is I-, I write bits personally by accident, like something either happens that I think is funny or I see something in the news and it just sort of comes to me. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's normally how they start, and then I yeah, might and then start I go on stage and I work and, it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And, and and I usually work it out on stage and I kind of riff on it for a while. And, okay, yeah, that's what I was gonna say is
0: like I, I, a lot of the comics I enjoy. Uh, do that. Uh, there's a very funny comic I know named Mike Merrifield and I, we had a, a talk about this once. He said, "Oh, no, you just we do it on stage now, because when you get to that point where you know you have, you know, oh, this bit I have on giraffes is killer, and this bit I have on trash cans is killer. So if I want to do this new bit on streetlights, and I'm not sure how good it's going to go, I can sandwich it between two killer bits, and if it doesn't yeah. go over... Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, is that how you do it too? Is you just, or do you just sometimes ever? Do you ever just freeform it? Yeah, little, I mean, given how much time you have on stage in New York, like how long are your sets? There? Not a lot, man. Anywhere from like,
1: usually if I if I'm doing like a bar show, it's like ten. I uh, some of the ones out in Brooklyn, I'll do like twenty. But then even even like a lot of a lot of stuff is like seven, eight, nine. I mean, it's it's like short little set and then and then if you if you if you're doing like an open mic or something it's usually like five some That'd of them are like three that's, that's, that's can
0: make you punchy though that can make you work hard to get yeah, your no, life in three minutes i was you no know, before i moved out here i was way
1: too long form among other things but uh, that, was, that was definitely one thing that i i needed to work on and it, it has kind of helped me doing lots of sets that are that are really short you know um it's 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 good and then, and then when i do get those nice 20 minute sets it's 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 like a breath of fresh air because i i can actually do more than like two bits in that time and y- you know i can i can throw little callbacks on there and i i, I can stretch them out you know as, as, as i kind of feel like and, and riff a little more on them whereas you know when you're doing like 10 you're like i don't necessarily want to do like three really long bits or something in that 10 minutes you know yeah. I, I want to do more but um, yeah, you can kind of go on longer stories and stuff like that when you got 20, so... Yeah, it's it's, it's good. And and then, you know, you do want to be able to fit stuff into those 10 minutes, so you're like, well, how do I make this, like, a 5-minute thing into, like, a 2-minute thing, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. So, I guess in my head as I'm listening to you, I'm, I was staying on the same path thinking, like, not that anybody listens to us or gives a fuck, but if you are a beginning comic, I won't give you advice because it's not my place to but if you have any interest in comedy the advice I would give is just fucking keep getting up on stage and don't worry so much about the audience you know the audience wants to like you I see a lot of people that get up and want to be liked by the audience and you can feel that eagerness and it's sort of you see the audience react negatively. Like if someone's on stage sort of fawning, saying, hey, guys, I really want you to like me up here, the audience shows up ready to laugh. It's very, yeah. very, very few people go to a comedy club. It's, it's like you and I have talked about ambush shows in the past. A comedy club is not an ambush show. If people are there, they know they're seeing comedy. So right. they're in a mood to laugh, and, you know, you just got to be confident and give it to them. And I know confidence takes work, but, you know... Just, just do your best and trust that they want you to succeed. Very few people show up at a comedy show thinking, "I hope this guy fucking sucks. I hope yeah. I wasted my five dollars." I
1: I disagree with all of Timmel's advice, listeners. If you're just <laughs> starting with, with comedy, listen. What you need to do is you need to take me and Timmel's comedy class. Now we can start ah. you off on the beginner plan. You know what I mean? You can do you can do uh, twenty dollars a a lesson, or we can give you the extended version where you pay us thirty dollars a lesson and we, <laughs> we we blow you because you, you work hasn't been going well out here so I need I need rent money so I'll do I'll do whatever I'll teach you comedy I'll I'll, I'll, I'll do sexual favors I'll do what fall, I need to do
0: are we, we're getting into autumn uh't isn't, isn't it a moving season now didn't you get yeah yeah it's anything? kind of, it's
1: kind of brutal though man i I, I switched companies now I'm gonna do a different one and so yeah I, I think Well I'm you switched companies a, a
0: while ago or did you switch a second time?
1: No, no, no. I'm, I'm still at the one I switched at. It just hasn't been going too well over here. So.
0: Oh, that's too bad. I, I, did you burn a bridge at the old one? Or was just the old one not worth
1: staying it's, No, it wasn't worth staying, man. It was just like, hopefully it gets better in the next one. But it really didn't. Uh, it's just less stress. But it's also uh, not as much money. So, yeah. All I bad, think I'm bummer, just going to switch bummer. switch industry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start teaching comedy classes. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on tour. And and teach a class in a different state every every week.
0: I'll New York comic Jake Vevra comes. There we to go, Poughkeepsie, and teaches you comedy. I'll uh, you know I I, I, w- I will teach comedy for food. How about that?
1: I'll I'll yeah I'll teach I'll teach you stand up for a hot meal these days.
0: You should get a sign and put that up somewhere. We'll teach comedy for we'll food. <laughs> oh, did you see this? Did you see this? There uh, was there was a ten year old girl that's blowing up right now. Um, I first saw her online, maybe three weeks a month ago. And the instant I saw her, I'm like, she's gonna get on TV by the end of the year. She's gonna blow, and she just started to go viral. Where's she from? Yesterday, um, I forget. I can't. I don't. Was I can't it Texas? Maybe, dude. Maybe?
1: I there was an open mic I was at not that long ago with a girl that was just in from Texas, and she was pretty good, dude. Uh, I mean, Did she she, was uh,
0: she had a joke about. Um, uh, I told my dad I wish that Kurt Cobain had waited 20 years to kill himself so at least I could have seen him. And my dad said, why didn't you just wish Spring that point. he wouldn't kill himself at all? And I said, and miss out on the Foo Fighters? Come on, Dad. It's <laughs> good. Yeah, she's yeah. got some good jokes. She. Uh, I, I only caught the second half of her set,
1: man. Okay, okay, well, to be honest with
0: you. I mean, she, some of the jokes are really good, and I, it makes you suspect that someone else is helping write them. But, yeah, yeah. Well, she had... Or... She had,
1: uh, I think her father did stand up.
0: And okay, he, he
1: was there with her, and he was helping yeah. her write and stuff like that. There you go. But but she was doing her her delivery was was on. If if we're talking about the same one, which I can't I, imagine I there are, two are 10
0: year old girls out there. But no, they're, they're way, actually pretty good at it, I, it. Yeah, I I think it's neat and good for her. And I I will never I won't say anything bad about a comic or pick on another one. The only thing I don't like about it is the idea of the dad being a comic and sort of being successful vicariously through her because i don't like the fact that the media likes a story where it's like 10 year old girl let's put her on tv because she's 10 and she's a comedian how perky that yeah. i don't like as b- i mean good for her for doing it and the jokes i saw i liked but i don't like the fact that the media is so quick to see a shiny object and and go for it
1: you think this guy's like the joe jackson of stand-up you think he's like hitting her at night you need to work <laughs> on your timing. You, no, you're sleeping in the fireplace tonight. If you're yes, 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 if you, you sleep in the shed unless you get that punchline right.
0: Hopefully not that bad, but I suspect there might be a little of that going on. A little of a little, uh, maybe hopefully in a positive sense of, sweetie, you know Santa will bring better gifts if you uh do well. <laughs> Although there, she had a great joke where she said. Uh, Oh, fuck. I can't remember. But it was basically the punchline was, hey, I you're a, it was about Jesus. And the punchline was you're a grown adult that believes in fairy tales. I'm tw- 10 and something else. It was it was like it was, <laughs> I can't remember. But the, you get the gist of it by saying you're an adult and you believe in fairy tales. And I'm 10 and I can I'm better than I know better.
1: So her her dad is basically doing what Robin Williams did in that movie. um what was it? World's greatest dad. Did you ever see that
0: one? No, I didn't see. Oh, he tells that's me that I need to.
1: Yeah, dude, you got to watch it. So, I'm basically gonna give away the plot. Yeah, um, go ahead. And, and, yeah. and this was on the synopsis that I that I read. So, all this happens within like the first ten minutes, man. Or this was on a little Netflix description. This is within the first ten minutes. So, in this in this movie, Robin Williams is a uh, uh, like like a failed author, and now he teaches high school english class right and his son is a student at the school but he's he's like a weird anti-social misfit type of kid and he he walks in on his son one day dead because he died jacking off with a noose around his neck like david Carradine, you know and, and uh, he,
0: michael hutchins
1: yeah yeah so, so he finds his son like that you know he's got the lotion and the magazines and he he calls the ambulance, and he's like, well, I can't let him find him like this. I, I'm just going to make it look like a regular suicide, like a good old-fashioned, you know, leave-it-to-be-for-white-picket-fence <laughs> suicide, you know? So so he, so he buttons the kid's pants up behind some fucking weird porn mags This kid was jagging on it, and, and he hangs him from the ceiling, right? And, and then he's like, well, he, he's got to have a note. You know what I mean? The kid wouldn't just up and off himself without a note. So he writes a note. But he's he's like he's like a lifelong author and English teacher, so he makes this note eloquent as fuck. And then somebody at the uh, like the the morgue or the police station, or whatever, reads this mo- note, and and it moves them. And so they publish it on social media, and the note goes viral. And then he's just like, you know, he has all these books he wasn't able to publish, and all these short stories, and he's like, oh, um. Also, my son. My son wrote, wrote these. Died, he wrote this, <laughs> and then oh, I, I found this under his bed, and I found this in the closet, and he, he's you know, so he's. This is within like the first ten minutes, dude. Right. So I'm not really giving that much. It's a fucking great movie. You should. It's that one, I, and heard like get good oh, things dear, about my, it, dude. It's fucking great.
0: All right, you reminded me of a very very quick story, and then we'll go. When you said that uh, Robin Williams as a dad puts his son Dick back in, uh, I went hiking with my buddy in Japan. Uh, Not hiking, hiking, but we were going up a hillside, and it was isolated, and there was no one around, and it was misting, and everything had that, like, you know, just everything was damp and wet and slippery, and my buddy had to take a piss, and he was standing on a rock that, you know, not... He he could have basically taken a pretty good tumble and, and gotten hurt, not like fucking get your arm trapped and have to take it off with a with a pocket knife hurt but you know he yeah. fall. and i just remember he stood there and he was starting to take a piss and i said dude i just want to let you know if you slip and uh, fall and crack your head open i am not putting your dick back in your pants before help arrives <laughs> so that was how we left it and he just sort of looked at me i'm like i'm, I'm not i'm not putting your dick back in if, if you knock your head open i'll go get help but your dick is going to be exposed to the wild all Where right it? kids thanks for listening we're uh, i think we're bumping up you got something go ahead
1: no, no, no. I was, I, was, I was just gonna say, um, am just no point at that. Why, why would you want someone putting your dick in at that point? I mean, it's, it's like, I if, it's if, a
0: father doing it for a son, but a buddy doing it for a buddy. I suppose it'd be, it'd be good of me to have done, but he didn't. The way fall, I see so it,
1: if, good. if if a grizzly bear wants to eat your cock for lunch, one little, <laughs> one little strip of denim's not stopping him. You know what I mean? You're not, you're not fooling that grizzly bear.
0: No grizzly bears on the, the island in Japan. It was oh, just yeah, more a, it was more a shame thing. It was more a. I will cover your dick out of of of, of good faith, or sh- you know, to, to not shame. Hiker
1: killbasa is 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 a delicacy to grizzly bears, man. They would, they would go to great lengths to get that. You know, it's oh a zipper. How am I gonna get around that with all my claws and my fangs? I'm <laughs> I'm powerless against that fucking thing. No, he's getting that. He's getting that hiker cock.
0: Uh, you took it somewhere I didn't expect. All right, my friend. Good talking to you. You too.
1: Later. Later.